Hi, welcome back to another edition of Relatable. I'm your host, Stephanie Michelle. This is the show where we talk about exceptional human encounters, the people who make them happen and the actions it takes to create them. Today, like most, uh, unlike most shows, I have nothing to rant about. I'm feeling pretty good after my needle nap, AKA acupuncture last night and what followed after. Uh, one of my favorite chill things to do is to watch nature videos. And there's this series on Netflix called Moving Art that I'm totally in love with. Uh, it, it lets, um, if you're watching, if you've seen it, and if you're watching via chat, please let me know if you've seen this series. So there are two seasons out, and I've probably watched all these episodes at least a half dozen times. There's no voiceover narrative in the series, which creates like a nice break to just check in with self. Nobody's talking to you, trying to teach you anything, or you know, impose some new views. Um, there's also music, like perfectly timed to movement and nature sounds. And the vivid images of animals and plants and their natural environment is unbelievably stunning. It occurred to me last night when I was watching Flowers Boom in Big Sur Ocean Habitat that somehow there's nothing natural about nature. Things just don't happen. Every creature and every plant has a role in each other's existence. A flower has to bloom, a bee has to search for the flower to pollinate it, the krill and the small fish in the ocean somehow seem willingly to accept their role feeding larger predators of the ocean. Every living thing and every action has a purpose. Nature is not waiting for things to happen. Nature takes risks. Nature gives us all the cues that we need to understand and appreciate and love inter the interdependence we have with each other. Watching moving arts, I dare you not to find something inspiring, beautiful, and dare I say, somewhat hot in the series. Please watch how a female cheetah walks and tell me that doesn't turn you on just a little bit. I don't reserve my voyeurism for animals and plants alone. I love watching people, especially when they're feeling good about themselves and enjoying other people's company. One of my favorite places to witness inspiring human interaction is in my neighborhood and it sits on a busy corner that's occupied by people in art and in fashion. It's a coffee shop and so much more for many people who live in the area. The coffee shop is called Il Cafe and it's owned by today's guests. Joining me in the studio today is Michael Backlander. Michael has been in the hospitality business for over 30 years. He started working in the industry in his hometown outside of Stockholm. He owned and operated and was a chef at hotspots in London, Italy, Greece, and Stockholm. Michael moved to Los Angeles in 2004. From his home, he had the perfect view of downtown Los Angeles and became really curious about the downtown revitalization. With his partner, Magnus, who has four shops in Stockholm under the brand Il Cafe, they started talking to the fashion brand Acne to bring Il Cafe to Detail A in a joint retail and coffee space. In 2014, Il Cafe opened, providing a special place for locals and visitors to enjoy a coffee or a drink in a day-like, a day bar-like atmosphere. Il Cafe is favored and a vital part of the local downtown community, providing a safe and artistic place for people to be themselves and enjoy conversation with others. Hi. Hi. Is that weird to hear your bio? Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the show. Thank you. So I always say I get to kind of like rant or, you know, like let go of things that I'm thinking about at the beginning of the show. Do you, so I think it's only fair to let the guests do that as well. So is there anything pulling your attention before we kind of talk about? Well, I'm kind of not so comfortable in camera, but you know, it's, it's fun to talk about this topic because this is my daily life. And that's, so it's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I love your place. I've told you this so many times. Like every oh. time I walk in there, like there's just there's an energy that is not like walking into like Starbucks, for instance. Yeah. Like people uh, from every person that works in there, and then the people that visit and and, and uh, you know make that place their home. It's it's got a good vibe. Yeah. So no, thank you. No, that's that's what we try to do. I mean, that's what we that's yeah. our goal. Yeah. yeah. Well, so you know, having this like long background in the hospitality business which is you know more than it's service but it's more than serving food or, or drinks like you really have to know about people right like really yeah you know make people feel comfortable and you know hang out and just come back and feel that they can you know do what they need to do do you were do you uh do you feel like you're a social kid like were there things in your childhood that made you, made this easier to like uh, I think more experience of you know in the hospitality that kind of kind of make me like uh, feel make people feel comfortable in the, our environment and yeah. maybe let them you know have guidelines how to how to you know behave but you know you can do whatever as long as you are you know considerate around you you can hang out and be there all day if you yeah. want to. Yeah, I mean that, and I think that's the other difference too. Like I've never felt rushed. You know, no. a lot of places. Especially, and I don't mean to dog out Starbucks, but I don't really like Starbucks. Mm. But, but there, there seems to be an atmosphere of like, we want you out of here. Like we want to rush you to, yeah. we want to clean the space so somebody else can come along. Well, I mean, obviously uh, that's, you know, it's a kind of a gray zone always. I mean, uh, but yeah, we want to pe make everybody com comfortable in the place. But of course you cannot bring in things from the outside and yeah. come in. But I mean, people know that. Yeah. And that I think we, or me and my staff, we kind of, we, we, I think we say that to you people. You start to see regulars too, like you probably oh, yeah. know like who's writing a screenplay or working on a book, like what, you know. Well, interesting you say that because probably like 80% of my customers are returning customers and yeah. they are either working, living or passing by downtown Los Angeles. So it's, it's, it's a very kind of solid community and returning customers yeah. all day long. Loyal. Even, yeah, very loyal. Mm -hmm. And I think that our job that, you know, with, with, I mean, everybody's doing what they can, but so it's become very natural for yeah. people to come back. Do you, what do you think makes them loyal? Like, what, what do you do to really make sure that people well, want to come back? I think, well, we, and my staff will laugh when I say this, but it's this high and goodbye, I think, you know. Uh, people, you know, you get meet and greet when yeah. they come in the door, out of the door. Even if they don't respond, I said, just meet and greet. And so that's one thing that you tell everybody, yeah. like, say hi and goodbye. Yeah. Even if they don't, yeah, try. I mean, some people are more prone to do it naturally mm -hmm. and some people, staff members or baristas are kind of harder to do. But yes, I think that's a good kind of... It's a good baseline. Yeah. That and makes people feel comfortable. Yeah, and then they will remember you when you, they leave and, you know, that's a good model we have, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. So of all the places that you've worked and you've been all over the world, uh, you know, what, why coffee? Like why... Do this kind of day bar? Well, uh, I think I come from the restaurant business, mm -hmm. which is kind of more, uh, it's, uh, it's wider, bigger, it's more, more problems almost to say. But yeah. so, so coffee becomes more, uh, we don't have a full kitchen, meaning less staff, uh, less, less uh, you know, we don't have chefs, we have baristas that kind of have a little bit of a food in interest and knowledge. So it's light food and coffee, and now we also have beer and wine, which kind of extend our afternoon a little bit long into the evening. So yeah, it, it, we are uh, 
uh, a day bar with kind of ambitions and knowledge about restaurants, but we are not a restaurant. Yeah. We just do small food and coffee and then. Coffee is great though. I mean, if I think so what you're providing is a place for people to, you know, to meet up, have important meetings, yeah. like to, to, to get work, but like a place that they're like, this is, this is a safe space. Like I feel good in the space. And there's a ton of uh, studies around why people have coffee in meetings. Like this, so there, there's something about like if our body is heated to a certain uh, degree, like we trust people, like uh -huh. we generally feel more comfortable with people. So over an iced coffee, but co like having a warm coffee actually helps whatever conversation is happening. And it's an important, I mean, it's, an, it's never gonna go away. You've said this before, coffee's never gonna go away. No. Coffee's never gonna fall no. out of favor and coffee actually is a social lubricant. Like it helps people stay in conversation with each other. I think also that, you know, people can go alone to a, a coffee shop. Yeah. Or, or you cannot, if you go to a bar by yourself, yeah. it's kind of a different message maybe, yeah. especially here yeah. in America. I feel like, uh, so coffee is, uh, coffee places are easy. You can go there alone without feeling uh, outlooked or kind of, uh, you know, like, you you need you, you don't need to go it's and talk. You can put your normal. headphones. It's, it's normal. It's a social norm that we it accept, is. right? It's yeah. a little weird to sit. I mean, I've done it. I'll sit at a bar and have a drink, but it takes a little bit more energy yes. and awareness to and comfort think, level to do I that. Think for the, I mean, as uh, I think as we grown up and be a bit older, I think we are more comfortable being by ourselves. Yeah. But for younger uh, people, I think it's hard to go to a bar by ourselves. So coming coming to a coffee shop is easier because maybe the internet access, maybe the meeting a friend or, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, it becomes a network, but in a network thing, networking tool for people, so. Let's talk about that. Like, so just, I think you're in a unique position to kind of uh, see changes in human behavior, like just watching, like what is the phone done to interaction or like how yeah. are people lingering longer? Um, when you see, what have you experienced when you've seen people come in by themselves, uh, are, is there a lot of social interaction? Are they open to like meet people or are they mostly like staying in their space? Like, I think it kind of, if you, if I just take many people together, I think it gradually, I think uh, they come in first time and then maybe have their headphones on or are kind of glued to the computer or whatnot. But maybe after a while knowing us and uh, other fellow customers, it's slowly that headphone goes, takes, yeah. they take off the headphones maybe and then becomes more part of the, you know, the community and, uh, you know, they maybe still work, but maybe more kind of be, they're more present without the headphones maybe or only to the computer. So, I, yes. I really like slowly, hearing slowly, that yeah. observation yeah. because, you know, I, you hear so many people right now in this country and all over the world have so many social phobias and they're not mm. comfortable. and. Um, and maybe feel like they can't walk into a space by themselves. But like, I like hearing that, hey, like it, it's okay to let that be gradual. Like maybe yeah. the first time you walk into a space, it's new and it's, it's uncomfortable and you haven't made eye contact or haven't found your favorite barista and it's like, uh, I'm just gonna keep the headphones on. But I like this idea and I think I would encourage people that find you know, social behavior a little uncomfortable to think like, just let it happen gradually. Like yeah, go back I mean, and, yeah. you cannot force this so it has to happen naturally and I think what it does too let's say I think we what we try to do with all the baristas who work and me myself included we try to kind of have a conversation with the, yeah. the people that's why I have these um, 
daily magazines. I have four magazines on you know, paper magazine, which is not very common anymore. <laughs> and I have people coming in uh, three, four times a week only because I have New York Times, Financial Times, uh, Wall Street Journal, and LA Times. Because today, the loose paper journals is not there anymore. Yeah. And some people, especially maybe our generation, yeah. like to have the physic, you know. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice, and it's, it looks good. It's better it's for you, too. I mean, the light of the phone is not actually the healthiest thing to be exposed to all the time. But so it's nice to, like, yeah, touch But to paper. the point is that actually also becomes a conversation uh, thing, as because we have it on the bar, and then you have, you know, the regular coming in. Yeah. And, you know, it could be something happened or something positive, something negative. But it, it's, it's a conversation I've starter. Never, I've always noticed the paper in there, and I love hearing this. because So I have this theory that we, uh, as humans, weren't, we weren't meant to be exposed to so much news all the time. And, mm. then, and there's stuff that we see like almost every day that's like, oh, that doesn't feel good. And I think like we're almost at a point where you, you have to have some sort of scheduled work in. Like, I'm going to talk to this person about it. I just need to release how I'm feeling about politics or the mm. environment or whatever. So the idea that the paper is sitting on the counter and you could read a headline and quickly say to whoever, if, if you're with someone or to the barista, like, oh my God, can you believe that? Yeah, like, yeah. that's, that's, what, that's the conversation that. started, I definitely. I love that. It happens if you do a morning shift, it happens three, four times a day. Yeah. And most, hap most it happens with returning customers yeah. who are confident. And to me, like everything is about releasing. I know you, you talk about like, it's not like, so lots, you know, some people don't like to talk as much, but I think we need to in terms of all the stuff that we're exposed to. And I like that that's just a subtle way oh, yeah. of allowing that mm. to happen. Like It's, it's natural. Like, it's yeah. totally natural. Yeah. Uh, you've also told me before, so, so the cafe is located in one of the most beautiful buildings in downtown Los Angeles. It's very historic. It's called the Eastern Building. It's um, this beautiful teal, uh, you know, with gold trim. It's very Art Deco and people live there. That's mm. um, uh, the home for most people. And so you've talked about how people are so comfortable in your cafe that they come down in slippers and... Well, it happened. <laughs> yeah. It happened and, it, and it's still going to happen and yeah. I will kind of embrace and kind of encourage people to do awesome. that. I yeah. Mean, yes. I mean, that says something to me too about you and what you've created, that it's a comfortable environment, that yeah. nobody's going to judge anybody. Like, this no. corner is so full of life. Like, there's... Every, anybody and everybody in any style and any variation style like we see it all in that corner yeah. right no it's it's a good melting pot of people yes it is of different yeah working residents creative yeah, politicians yeah. yeah you know a little bit of everything yeah we're lucky we love our little corner yeah. were you ever looking at any other space like you knew we were but i think this just came naturally uh, do, I mean, Acme Studios, uh, where they kind of they, they started the whole thing by, and they, they invited us. But it came naturally. Everything like just was there, and we just felt that, that this is going to be nice for us. When the space kind of expanded, and you were able to put tables out in the street area, did you petition for that, or did the city? How did that happen? Like no, you you. I mean, you go to building planning and, and the city to ask for a revocable permit for outdoor seating, and then the uh, that's this the direct seating outside. That's that. Yeah. Then the the uh, below the curb is the rehearsal for something that's going to come in the future is this light rail that's going to come on but that's not uh, uh, but that's th th those tables are the city city's property and then 
they give the, the uh, furniture to us to kind of take care of it. Uh, so yeah, that's that's theirs, but I, I it's it's mine. It's it, it's nice though, right? It, like it yeah. expanded like. Well, people, as you see, people walk through your place. You have seating on the right hand side and left hand side. I mean, on both sides. Yeah. So it's kind of it's 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 a nice vibe. You come in. It feels a little bit. Uh, people said very Parisian or European, <laughs> as everybody is. says. It but does. Yeah, that that's that's the goal, and that's what the feeling we try to create. Yeah. There, so. Yeah, I love it. Um, mm. What else, me? So, okay, let's go back to, so we talked about like people coming in by themselves and just kind of witnessing, you know, what does that look like and how do they come back and what does that behavior look like? Um, what else have you witnessed over time that's kind of changed, um, you know, especially with the phone involved? Like, are, are you still seeing people take chances and kind of approach people and that they don't know or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, we do that, and uh, that's kind of the fun part of the work is that it we have certain regulars. I would never, I couldn't sit there all day because I would never leave. Because well, that to me would be so much fun to just watch. No, I mean, it, it's, it could be um, uh, people buying each other drinks, uh, you know, uh, or I mean, um, uh, like inviting for drinks, like you do in, in, in the nighttime, but it becomes like more kind of natural and cooler when you do it in the daytime because it's not so obvious. It's like, but we have some customers. It's more obvious. It's the daytime. Yeah, <laughs> but it's kind of, you know, it's a coffee. So, you know, a, a gentleman invites a, a young lady or a young lady for a coffee. It's kind of, you know, it's, it's sweet, but it's also not ah. too uh, kind of court. I mean, it's not like he's trying to chat her it's up. It's more like... Uh, it's trying to get her drunk. Well, it's just maybe it's start a conversation starter, yeah. I think. And, and I have a, a few, uh, uh, I haven't, I have, uh, no, no, I mean, two men who does that. I will not t tell them up, but I have a couple of. Like regular men yeah. that are constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And they are, that's uh, cute. they are, you know, they're good regular. That's, that's yeah. their, like their regular thing. Just like. Yeah, they, they, they do that in a, in a, in a really cool. No, I'm trying cool, to think if I've ever yeah. seen either one of them. That's I will never shot them up. But no, I know, uh, yeah. no, I would never But they are too. great good friends and regulars on mine, so yeah. That's really cute. And they're very comfortable in my environment, in our environment, so I mean, I let them do whatever they want. You know? Well, I mean, t of course, like you would want that to yeah. happen, right? Like, to, like for people, they're create, it's a space where people are creating experiences and memory, and like you get to be a part of that, like yeah, watching no, that it's, so happen. We, we, the models also is that also that we have the, the um, people, uh, we're gonna have grandkids and grandparents there. So, the spectrum of people has to be kind of, Did you know. The picture that I pulled to uh, share in stories today is a picture. So there's this cute little boy downtown that I'm in love with. Most people are Oliver. Oh yeah, yeah. Oliver. And yeah. I pulled that, the picture where he's sitting at a table with a young girl and they're just, it's so adorable. They're just oh, sitting at the table. They look like they're in like a little conversation uh, and, and totally happy. They're completely happy in the environment. Yeah, they're prepping for, you know, what's to come. It's cute. It's funny to talk about him because he, I think he start, he did his first steps uh, in, in there with that little walker we have. Are we have a little, yeah, I, I mean, or he, the same couple of days because he, he lives uh, across the street yeah. and he grew up at the shop. And he, this, as for me, this is his living room, I think, because he runs around there like he he's was. He's very comfortable he's there. He's very comfortable there. Yeah. And uh, and it's nice. I think also people enjoy to see that yeah. him running around, shouting. He's very stylish. He fits right in with yeah. the aesthetics. He's just a super cool kid. Very sweet. Always and he smart. runs around in between Acne Studios and us, and he's like in his element there. And yeah, 
So yeah. So he's a regular. So he's totally regular. So from what does Oliver know? Five or six to. I think he's five. Yeah. To probably people in their seventies, I would guess. Yeah. Is yeah. the range. Oh yeah, we have uh, auntie. She comes in. The, she lives in the building. She comes on a daily basis. She's a regular. Do you have you ever experienced like someone so regular that when they don't come, you're kind of worried about them? Uh, well, yeah, but I try not to do that too much because then I think, oh, maybe I'm like, oh, maybe they go somewhere else suddenly or something happened uh -huh. or so. But yeah, I, I could be curious if I, if I don't see somebody uh, for a very long time. Yes. And it's, I mean, we, we actually talk about that in a f kind of a sweet way us in between us as baristas and workers that so you talk about the people that come in there of course we do <laughs> of course we do and it's uh and, and it's always uh sweet things and mm -hmm. it's always it's always what well, we we don't maybe know the names of the people but we can ex we express them and talk and explain them to each other about what drink they drink mm -hmm. and that's kind of a cool way that's and i think that's very professional because we we n we remember what yeah, they're drinking. So Maybe the name, not not the name, yeah. but what they're drinking. Yeah. Yes. Th and is that another thing that you try to make sure your staff understand? Well, like try to remember a no, drink. No, they do like it face. themselves. They do. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I I think I don't need to do anything of like helping them to do that. Yeah. I, I do that meet and greeting. Yes, I do other things. Try to be on top of it, but that thing they're very good at. Yeah. Remembering. They uh, all seem to really enjoy. I mean, most of the time they seem to really enjoy what they're doing, like being there and like greeting. No, people. I have great staff. Yeah, I'm blessed to have a great group of people who you know live around downtown or even outside and they commute uh, or not but yes I have a good good staff and I'm very grateful for that and then makes me you know uh, I'm very humble I mean very happy about my staff yeah, yeah. you should be yeah it's I mean I, you know, and they're all you know I've all said this to you before there's just there it doesn't take much to create like an extra atmosphere that people are really they feel good like they feel comfortable about being in there and th this the space could look intimidating like I took someone that's a little bit older not too long ago um, it, it was his first time and he made the comment oh it's a fancy coffee shop you know because mm, it yeah it can appear that way but I'm like just calm you know calm down and feel the space mm. like just feel yourself in here and you won't you know feel like it's an intimidating space like it's you said something to me the other day that I think is really beautiful that um, it's a really clean aesthetic, so like the people can really shine in the space. They can really yeah. feel comfortable, and it's it is about the it's about the coffee. It's a, it's probably, I don't know, people, coffee, service, somewhere in that order. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think the the, um, the design and um, uh, aesthetic has to uh, overtake the you know and the the attention. I yeah. think it's more. Uh, you know, clean lines and clean materials and not kind of, you don't need to reinvent yourself yeah. after five years because something went out of fashion. Because it's, it's, it's always going to be in fashion. It's kind I of think what we think in our kind of, I don't know, say, if, I don't think it's Swedish even, but I think it's just like contemporary clean lines and, uh, and try not, just be classic. I mean, we, you know, we use the furniture, are classic, contemporary, kind of timeless. The things we do. I mean, so we don't try to to do too much about yeah. the design. You know, is there anything else that that you train your staff to do that you think it's really important to like create this really good experience where people want to come back? So we talked about saying hi and goodbye and yeah. remembering faces and remembering drinks. Like, so well, it, it. I mean, 
they, they, I don't think, uh, just being themselves and being comfortable. Uh, and I think maybe our, I don't know if that's our, our Swedishness or my, uh, I mean, uh, as is a Swedish company, but we try not to have too much of a hierarchy around. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'd, you've told me before. And yeah, I, I am the managing owner, yes, uh, or managing partner ownership, but, but I'm, I'm washing the dishes or doing everything that everybody else is do you know and I think that that's a thing that it's it, definitely a thing we don't have you know manager the, the assistant manager shift we, we don't really have this thing I think people take their roles they are they can step up and take roles if they want well, to but everybody does what they can yeah. and then what happens naturally they fall into categories that they are good and like to be in, involved in and then that they take that that's so, so I think that uh, in the long run, I think you keep your staff happy for a longer term instead of having them uncomfortable and just trying to look for another job. So, you know, I, I think in, that's... Uh, in my world, that's called retention. So, you know, like it's, and it, it's proven and you can track it over time when you are... So in marketing, like if you're focusing on maintain or uh, maintain, not maintaining, but... Uh, retaining that client for a long period of time, so you're doing things that like they'll be loyal yeah. to you. That it's going to cost less. You're going to spend five times less on marketing to do that, and it's the same thing in employment. So if you allow people to take um, ownership in their position, in your case, what you've said before, and you just shared that, like there's not anything you ask them to do that you don't do. So they see that like there's no. There is no hierarchy. It's like, look, if the table needs to be cleaned, clean the table. Yeah. Like we're, we're, this is our living room. These are our guests. Yeah. We want them to feel comfortable. So yeah, I, th I think, yeah, I, I definitely the, the, uh, the non-hierarchy is confusing and maybe in the beginning, but then after a while, who, people who are maybe working more corporate, corporate coffee, mm -hmm. they kind of, oh, this is kind of nice. And they, they take a role and then they're good at something and then you know, uh, I think it becomes a natural way of people to shine, I think. Yeah. So, so, and then, the, the, and the, for us in the entertainment, I mean, in, the, in this in industry, the hardest thing is actually to train someone and yeah. it takes a lot of energy and time. And when you have people coming and going, it kind of interrupts the momentum of in the flow of everything because yeah. you need to have somebody who shadows, which is fine and it's good, but it, 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 it takes a lot of energy from, for all of us. And then that's why I think we have, you know, the, we, we, we have people working for me for four years now. That's awesome. And in, in our industry is, is, I mean, of course people are in restaurants, and, but it's a long time, four yeah. years. And, uh, so there's this general, like the same way that you're treating people that come into your space, like you're treating each other, like you encourage. Yeah, I mean, uh, taking responsibility and using common sense and also kind of understand that this is, uh, you know, you can get a lot of this too. I mean, you can get, you know, parking spots or roommates or boyfriend, girlfriends. And I mean, it can happen a lot. Do you know anybody that's, that, that's that, like a relationship that started there that now are married or like... Uh, well, I hired uh, a, a person, and then I, uh, the boyfriend started to work, and then they are a couple, but they are so lovely. And that, I mean, normally that's a no-no in our industry that you don't hire actually couples, but these two, they are like phenomenal persons. So, uh, you know, and then they are so sweet together. They actually work together sometimes. They so work the same shift. Yeah, that's they cute. do one shift together. And I mean, 
I, that's the only, I didn't know from the beginning, actually, from the get-go, I didn't understand it, and I maybe almost felt a bit stupid afterwards, but yes. You didn't uh, understand what? That what? they were a couple. Uh, uh, but, uh, so everybody knew they were a couple but you? Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> but having, just thinking if in this, in, in this spot, I don't think we have like, but I see customers, I've seen customers becoming couples. That's cool. Which is really cool, yes. And I see, I mean, uh, I mean, five years every day you see things. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you see things, you know, roommates, you know, like I said, job opportunities. I mean, I had uh, one of my baristas who was also an artist. He, 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 had, a, he had got an opportunity to do a, have a nice gig doing another big installation at, at a law firm nice. here in, in Bunker Hill. I mean, it, it, what, it, what I'm trying to say is it brings people together and, and, and uh, it creates opportunities and it's a natural network and it's not... You, and you do that a lot too, like you like being a connector, like you start to see people and you'll make connections. Maybe I don't say it, but I'm pretty good at it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe I, I don't like to you know. uh, say it, but yes, I, I can see that people, yeah. you know, oh, you should know each other. Yeah. Or, but you also said it to me so many times. It's very. I like doing that. Well, too. but I, I step I, back too, and I go. Yeah. Do, you don't. You don't yeah. have to do anything other yeah. than make the introduction, and that I, I actually think that's the kindest thing you can do for people at this point. Yeah. Like because it's a little hard for people to find their people and connect, and when when somebody else says you should meet this person, like yeah. it's just it's very considerate, very considerate. And it, well, you get into you know in life you, you you stumble on obstacles and things. Then sometimes you express it in an environment you feel safe in, which yeah. is yeah. your coffee shop or, or whatever it is. Yeah. And then you have that in mind, and then you see okay, then you connect the dots, and you know. Do any of the baristas feel like they're bartenders, and people tell like in the comparison that people tell them their problems or oh, like yeah. share things? Yeah. Uh, all the time, and I you know. And I, th I think that's sweet and cool. And I can see that maybe, you know, they're talking intimately and I kind of maybe don't want to come too close because if I come close, they stop the yeah. conversation. Oh, yeah, we have. I mean, it's a safe haven for people. And then, you know, we, we I mean, and I'm actually Magnus, my business partner, who's, you know, also come from my same background, being in, in the restaurant business and kind of went in more into coffee because you can have a normal life with yeah. coffee. Uh, working in the night time. Yeah, instead of being nightclub. Uh, yeah, I mean, it takes the toll yeah. and it's also tiring. We both have families. Uh, you know, it's uh, our industry in coffee is more of a, you know, you can move on your life with it in a more, more of a comfortable way. But he, he says, um, he, says a, he has a very cool thing, which I, I always implemented. When you're inside the shop, when you're open, even if you're not open, yeah. you keep the door open. Because if somebody needs to get in, it can be a restroom or it can be like somebody's following. I don't know, some kind of situation. We are having a safe haven for people. Mm -hmm. People have to feel safer. So the door should be open when somebody's in there. Uh, even though if maybe we cannot serve yet. I mean, we come in one hour early. But that's a cool acknowledgement of him. And, kind of, and we are, you know, his... I mean, that's what that, that's the history about uh, the company. That's it's nice like, to, yeah, that's nice to hear. I mean, especially I've, I've lived in downtown for five years. It's changed significantly. Mm. There are times like you're walking a block, especially a little bit later in the night. Like I don't feel safe, you mm. know, and it and it's and I definitely route 
knowing like, okay, I know this place. Like I know that somebody's there just in case. Like yeah. I'm feeling this person's walking a little too close to me and I know that there's someone there. You know, I would plan my routes based on where I knew like there was a security guard, like outside a bar or a club. Well, our corner, not even, not that do we have uh, somebody in the Eastern Columbia building 24 hours on front desk with cameras mm -hmm. who knows what we're doing. And also we are in there from 6 a.m. until late at night. I mean, we want that corner to feel safe and uh, because we know it's, you know, we know how it works here, we, we, we people who live here, it, you know. It's changed, I mean. Well, you need, you need to maybe, you know, you have to be considerate when definitely. you walk around sometimes, so, so especially when it's dark. So, so it's, you know, it's important that everybody knows that and feel that. And I think we're doing a good job of feeling, definitely. making people feel safe definitely. in our environment. So, Doing this, when you go somewhere else, like when you go to uh, you know, another restaurant, mm. um, are you snobby about certain things? Like, do you witness things? You're like, oh my God, how could they, how could they do this? I would never express it yeah. to the staff members or ownership or management, but I probably will say, think, or, you know, like I will do differently or, yeah. uh, you know, everybody has their own take do you have on. some pet peeves, like when you experience another restaurant or, another venue like yeah I mean rudeness I'd say I mean everybody I mean I definitely if rudeness. I get treated in a way that I don't want to be treated, I would probably not go back yeah. but you know I will not express that or with you know not tipping it's or kind of doing a Yelp review or something like that but you're not gonna angry Yelp review no uh, <laughs> Yelp for me it's the you know it's, it's actually fun just to read about it because I don't understand how people can have this much of time and energy to do this in on Yelp, but you know, I mean, we we, we educate ourselves by Yelp a little bit, just reading it because we know how people are. Mm -hmm. uh, then some people, I mean, we're not really taking it seriously to yeah. be honest. We don't really yeah. do. We we can we can look at it and say maybe we did something wrong here, but the per person took it wrongly. Mm -hmm. So were you con have you ever had something where you had to comment? Uh, like maybe it's best to comment actually. Yeah. No, I, I would Sometimes. say no. Uh, I, 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 yes and no. Uh, well, if it's some kind of a misunderstanding 100%, maybe then I have to yeah. comment. But if it's somebody's ranting about us, about something we're doing wrong, I don't think my comment's going to change this person's. It's I think this person is angry anyway. Yeah. I and would then agree we with were that. we were supposed we were just happened to be there. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, so. I the again coming from like a marketing background and working with clients and you know the rule of like any press is even if it's bad it's it's good because people are talking about you. So it's not so much like appeasing that person because sometimes you yeah, have people just have extra energy yeah. that's not great and you're like or anything time. we say yeah or time <laughs> uh, anything they're trolling too they like they're yeah. trying to upset somebody anything we say is not really going to solve this problem yet people coming to the review, seeing it and seeing how you handled it with integrity and like, yes. like that's important. Yeah. I think that, that, that's so, so that's why I let the, the ranters, they yeah. go on ranting yeah. and I will not, but if it's a misunderstanding of a serving or, or, or an item or a product that we do that they got misunderstood of, then maybe I have to step yeah. in and, and, and I explain that maybe I next time or come back next time, sorry this happened or yeah. whatnot. You know? I suspect you're similar to me and this because I mean I do this thing you yeah. know and like and you I get, get comments too I sure. get comments yeah. and I'm the ones about me I'm like I don't comment on them but yeah. if they say something about the guests or the, n not necessarily the topic because we've covered a lot of things that are kind of controversial but 
if they say something about the guest, or there was one that really upset me, it was, and they were saying something about the relationship between me and this guest, uh. and, um, and I felt like really, I always feel compelled to protect that person, right? To like stand up for that person. So that's where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna comment. Uh. And if they keep going, because there are just internet trolls, like they, they really, this is what they do. They have like a lot of time, and it's sad because they're in pain. I mean, but they some, almost want you to. Respond yeah, they want. And start they, a they actually want you to yeah. engage, and I'm like, okay, I've said one thing. I'm con you yeah. know, I'm over it. Like this is on you now. Like you're carrying energy yeah. that's not serving anybody. So we're going to stop right here and yeah. I'm going to move on. But. So that's what we think about yeah. Yeah, in general. I think, you know, and then we, I mean, we're actually very good in that too. I mean, we have, you know, um, yeah. full, full stars there, so I'm not worried about it. But it, it is a tool that could be misunderstood. And I think, I mean, we are in, a, in the industry and in, in a segment of the industry as a coffee shop, kind of lucky mm -hmm. because I know restaurant or restaurant owners who can actually come in trouble due to this, like could have, less people coming into the shop due to this. And so it is a delicate tool and it's kind of scary for, for restaurant owners who have like, you know, food and more complex uh, mm -hmm. uh, situation around them with food, you know. Did you have anxiety? Do you remember when it when Jelp first entered yeah. the scene? Did you have anxiety about it? I don't know. I mean, it's been a few times that I kind of got upset because you know it was kind of a personal like you, you, yeah. you, your experience but then again I kind of hold back I said well you know this person obviously has not, mm -hmm. nothing else has to do so and I'm sure like being in your space and seeing so many people happy and walking in and out you're like uh, I can let this go like, yeah this is the majority that to was be quite honest that 80% regulars I have they are a solid base of uh, you know they when you know, maybe some have Yelp but it, they are not the Yelper type I think mm -hmm. they will come there anyway I mean well they, they they don't look in that stuff yeah I think also as the coffee shop clientele I have we have slightly more mature kind of older uh, customers I mm -hmm. have a feeling I don't know if I'm but it feels like if I compare my, uh, our crowd compared to other coffee shop crowds, I feel like we are slightly more mature yeah. in that sense. Have you said it? In like, I, I don't, I really don't want to actually like say that because I think it's, it could yeah, misunderstood people, but I think just, just that people have us as their, you know, okay, now extending I'm so living like room, the, the, the thing, you know, and then I don't, I don't want to point on that too much yeah I just I, I just let it be yeah uh, so I'm not gonna name names either or brands but yes there is a, a coffee shop within this block well n so there's one actually in our building we're not gonna talk about that one we're fine with that one <laughs> there there's is many. one there's many there's so many there's yeah. three that are closer to me than yours yeah. and I still try to come to yours there's but there's three that are closer to me one I'll never go to and it's the one that I think when you're thinking about like a younger yeah. group like it's a, it's it is a younger vibe they mess up orders all the time the coffee's cold like we mess up order too but i think we can get away with it because you know there's it, it's you it's know what it is you know it's the difference between being transactional and relational yeah. like there is a there is a sophistication to the relationships that yeah, and I think yeah. our, you know, me and Magnus, then, you know, uh, we come from a restaurant background, which, you know, have this mentality of that the customer is always right, mm -hmm. even though, you know, I'm saying things like, you know, when a customer is very, very upset, we try to kill them with kindness and kind of over serve them in a way that they actually 
feel like, oh, maybe I should stop being rude here. And we can, you know, and, uh, and th th it happens all the time. Uh, they come in the door, they spend their, their money, they have the rights a little bit yeah. to a certain extent. We so. were talking um, off camera about how I say I have like this hospitality mask on sometimes when I take pictures. Like, do you, when you're in a situation where you know like somebody's really angry, do you feel yourself going into, oh, I've got to go into like mass mode a little bit to like yeah, handle well, the situation? Yeah, well, it becomes a challenge maybe and tr you try to maybe if, you know, and then also, uh, my, I mean, my coworkers would probably say, you know, help me out a little bit here yeah. because they are in a situation maybe that they cannot deal with and I am very good in doing that. That's, that's another thing we didn't talk about. Like, in, in when you're training someone new, are you teaching them to look out for each other? Like, yeah, we like do. Like watch body yes. language and yeah. Well, uh, first of all, just, yeah, that's the whole system we do because mm -hmm. as we're busy in the daytime, the nighttime takes care of the next day's shift, like yeah. prep-wise, yeah. and you know they. So yes, we t definitely yes. In, in this unhierarchic way of working, we take care of each other. Yeah. But I don't know. Do you some body language? What do you mean? Like well, let's say I, I know you've said before you try to keep you know a male and female you know, yeah. on staff just you know I'd for what it is just to have different energy different yeah. like you know energy there but let's say someone was like really close talking to someone and making them uncomfortable a, a customer was too close to a barista uh. um and you know and and maybe telling someone else to kind of just get walk up to that because that that's, yeah. this person's uncomfortable right now and you need to walk up and just yeah I, I think that definitely everybody we all look after each other mm -hmm. and I think if and it happens uh, I mean it's inevitable it happens always that people are kind of maybe more approaching a bit too much and and, and question and asking and, and and it happens, unfortunately, happens to the to the the, the girls more than the men. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and but we definitely look at and we talk about it and we we ask them how they look. So we kind of look 100%. We do that. And then, like you watch out for that person the oh next yeah. time. Oh if, yeah. If and you we didn't talk about it the, and then we ask yeah. again. So it happened uh, a few times uh, in five years, which is just and I think it's normal and it's actually not too much. I mean, it's not. You, you would think it could happen more often. Actually. I think that um, that's just why it doesn't happen more often is just um, how you plan that space because the bar is so high yeah. that there, that does create a, you know that does create a nice boundary and barrier so that doesn't happen as much. I mean, it could happen when someone's serving at a table, yes. but but when they're actually ordering at the counter, which they're mostly going to be behind there, like there's a nice barrier between them. And it's yes, that, that, well, that's the cool thing with having a coffee shop is that you're not interacting too close to people, maybe, and they, yeah. you know, they can move around, and then you're moving around behind them. But you also have like a, yes, a kind of a barrier, like you said, yes. Yeah. yeah. So cool. I think you're in such a unique position to just observe like human behavior. Yeah. And, like it's fun, you know. It's uh, it, it, no, I I enjoy it. Yeah. It's always a laugh. It's always a story a day. You yeah. you, you you know. And sometimes, honestly, you, you hear sad stuff too that, yeah. you know, and it's, uh, but mostly it's, uh, it's uh, happy times and good stuff around and, you know, and we have a great community, growing community here. Mm -hmm. And I think people kind of get, gets absorbed into this good vibe that, that we try to create. And, you know, I think, you know, we are, it, it's, it's good and it's, 
it's moving on and it's, it's not year five and we're... That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. All right, well, so look at, we're very close to... Yeah. Does it feel like it went by that fast? Yeah, I yeah. think so, yeah. yeah. All right, so there's a question that I ask every guest that comes on the show. So I talk about this phrase, exceptional human encounters. And the reason that I started talking about that phrase this year is like I, I really felt in this time, like with all the different things that are going on around the world that are kind of anxiety driven, that we needed to be reminded that like we can inspire each other, that like you can have a good moment with people and just kind of hone in on that and not worry about the stuff that you can't control. So, so the question is, so when I say this phrase, and there's no right or wrong answer, um, exceptional human encounter, like what comes to mind? Like what do you think that means? What does that mean to you? Like having an exceptional human encounter. But I have so many. I yeah. don't know. I mean, I see people every day. I mean, well, I, I, li I mean, what, what we do is, uh, you know, we listen to people, yeah. uh, you know, when they come and, you know, it could be storytelling from, you know, so you become a good listener, I guess. Yeah, that's, uh, that's and a then perfect you, answer, actually. You, you, and then you, because being in hospitality and service, you mm -hmm. kind of, with the apron or behind the bar, you are in a position that you kind of have to mm -hmm. because you're going to listen to the order anyway. And mm -hmm. then if the person with the order want to say, oh, this happened around the corner or, you know, could be, you know, we live in Los Angeles, which just, uh, you know, I have plenty of um, uh, customers who work in the, uh, the fashion brands around who live close to the, for instance, the fires that yeah. were last week. Yeah, yeah. And you hear stories about that and then, you know, a uh, relative neighbor. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, we hear and we have to listen mm -hmm. and kind of also have to continue our life. So, but yeah, people, c we have that all the time. Yeah. And I think all of us behind there become, because we have this returning customers and we know our customers, we have to listen to, yeah. to be. And sometimes there are really, really interesting stories. Yeah, I bet. Sometimes it's less. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, <laughs> what did I get yeah, myself into? Yeah, but, it, yeah. but you, you, listening have, is rewarding, though. But like we have to also understand that you know, uh, we have to kind of listen to people yeah. a little bit, and they, you know, they, we are the little safe haven and spot for them to come into, and that little five-minute chat with people it could be a game changer for them. Yeah. And then you know, so I, I think everyone understands who works at the old cafe understands that. Yeah, yeah, to listen. I yeah. like that. I like that you use that as an example of exceptional human counter. I tend to agree. I, mm. When I know that I've been seen and listened to, like I feel better. And I've witnessed this. And I've shared this here on the show probably a couple of times, but you've never heard me share this. But I used to work, <clears throat> when I lived in Venice, I would work at a, out of a coffee shop. And the, the layout in this coffee shop was they had this like back layer, like this riser that you could sit up. So you had this really interesting view of like everybody mm. that would come in. And I would watch and I like, I'd watch people come in, strangers, and I'd watch strangers smile at each other. And if someone was brave enough to do that and the person received it and sent the smile back, like you could actually see the energy oh, yeah. through the room. And I'll it's like, that's so cool. Yeah. You know, and like and everybody's just walking out like a little bit, you know, happier and their shoulders are back and, you know, confident. As opposed to when someone would be brave enough to do that and the other person was just like, whatever, you know, like, I'm too cool to small back at you. Yeah. Know, like that just deadpans yeah. the energy in the room. And I'm like, shit, that doesn't take that much to just do that. And then 
everybody around you is lifted and then you go out and you're lifted like it doesn't take much to make something like a, a human encounter exceptional and yeah it's just like you said probably a smile yeah 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 for sure and then we see that all the time and that if the environment is kind of safe and happy and has good vibe and music i think it's very easy to that smile can kind of be responded by yeah. smart Every, people yeah. feel it like pe and then it, i think it encourages others to kind of yeah. participate a little bit like just be be part of the good vibe instead of breaking that up you know? well it's 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 like well it's kind of one of our models too is that uh everybody has you know also the people who work have their friends coming in and we want friends come yeah. in and hang out but when we have people who wants to order uh, it, you know, they tend to maybe talk a little bit too much to their friends, but say, well, that person who wants to also be, uh, come in the group and yeah. hang out with us. So, yeah. you know, we have him already. Let's bring in the new one. So that's another thing that you encourage, don't yeah, let, when that's you also see. That, that's a Magnus. Magnus is very good at that. He, that's another acknowledgement of him, I think. Like, he sees it from the outside, and he's, I mean, like in being in the entertainment industry so long, yeah. or the hospitality for so long. You kind of want to bring in the new guy. Yeah. He wants to be in the group too. Yeah. So don't let anybody sit solo. Like yeah. let him bring him into the social. Well, first of all, he wants to do his order. Take yeah. the, you know, he doesn't want to hear. He, he hears the conversation that these two are doing. Yeah. But he wants to be part of it. So you can bring him in, take the order, and then, ah, you know. Yeah. And then that. we have like a group on. And that's what, you know, that's what we do. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I've experienced it a couple mm. times there. Yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> All right, so we get to do one more thing together. Um, so I am a huge advocate of learning, like just staying in like a continuous, like learn. Um, I think people get in pain when they stop the cap, put the cap on learning. Like, mm. so very, you know, just encouraging people to be curious, like and mm. learn something every day. So the way that we do this on the show is um, issuing some so sort of social challenge. Um, for people to try, it's totally self-exploratory. It's not like, you know, I'm not telling you what your experience is going to be or how to have it. It's just like, try this, see what, you know, what kind of experience you have. And I wrote down, and you could help me modify this or we can come up with something else, but I, I think it's like uh, something cool for everyone to do is to actually go to a local coffee shop and not a corporate coffee shop. They're different. Just like go like a local vibe that really feels like the neighborhood that you live in and sit there for an hour like be there for an hour go alone and you could you can go alone or go with a buddy but really commit to being there for a longer period of time than like 15 minutes and just like feel you know feel the energy participate in the energy um but take up space in a place like yours so you think hour is too long like what do you think about that first of all like no i don't think it's too long uh, no, hour is not long at all. No. I think people stay there even longer. How, what do you, what's the, do you know the, av or like how no. long does the average person uh, take to drink the coffee? I mean, I don't go into to specific with that because then we'll kind of drive probably crazy at the same time mm. if you start to do the maths about mm -hmm. it. But no, obviously we want people to, you know, occupy and hang out and do their work, but they have to consume yeah. some kind of what, but it's no pressure. Yeah. I mean, uh, there are people coming there and have a cup of just regular black coffee, and that's fine. I, I mean, it's never, but I I it's, I you know, uh, one hour, uh, it's nothing. Yeah. And, um, and, and that's fine. And that's two, I think even two, three hours. 
people use uh, like you did down in Venice mm -hmm. as maybe because they don't have internet at home. Mm -hmm. uh, we have now, after a couple of years, really, really good internet. So, mm -hmm. so I, I think don't abuse the system. That's kind of the the kind of my guideline of it. If if I f if 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 we feel that abusing this kind of goodwill you have here mm -hmm. and kind of good hospitality. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't abuse yeah, it, don't push it. Yeah, and I wasn't saying, like, when I said sit now, I, I'm, I want people to participate in, yeah. a, in an atmosphere that, um, that they might not see, they might not really get a chance to feel if they just come and take a coffee to go. So I'm not saying not buy something. I'm yeah. saying get a coffee, sit down at a table, mm -hmm. and just be there. Like, yeah. be a part yeah. of that atmosphere of for an yeah. hour and just see what happens and, um, you know, watch other people, like, see how people are interacting. I, I think we worry too much about how we're being perceived and um, forget like we're all kind of similar. Yeah. You know, we're not, we're different, but we're similar. Um, and so to be a part of like an atmosphere that's kind of, it's moving all the time. There's different people coming in and out. It's very, it's, it's energizing. Yeah. Um, and I think we do that. We kind of, I, I tend to do more than others because I feel comfortable doing it. I, I'm not pushing my, uh, my crew to do that too much, but Sometimes we, if you have to have, all the tables are taken, for instance, and you have a group, big group coming in, yeah. you can, with the right tools, bring the, one, uh, the, two, the, the single person into the communal tables, and actually that kind of creates, then they maybe start even to talk. Yeah. So, and then you put into two, two tables together, and then a four top, I mean, a meeting comes that in and sit down. That makes me uh, want to ask you this other question. Like, what do you do when someone's sitting at a more of a group table and they're like kind of in the middle, like they're making it, they're sitting in a way that like uh, nobody else is going to sit down because yeah. they're taking up so much space. But then you see a group of six that come in and there's no space for them. Well, that, that's a luxury problem, but it has to be addressed also because you don't want people, as I said, yeah take advantage too much about yeah. this kind of good things happening here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, be a bit, a bit more uh, considerate about your environment a bit yeah. and then share the, the good stuff around yeah. you a little bit. So, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very good at, at kind of, because probably because I'm older and experienced yeah. with people to say this and explain it. Do you uh, mind? Like you approach them and go, do you mind? Like, yeah, yeah, I do or it in yeah. a diplomatic way yeah, and to, so that they understand. Unfortunately, some people don't understand <laughs> and they have thinking some entitlement to this yeah. and then I'm, you know, and I still be kind and, you know, uh, tell them to maybe, well, you know, we have this and that, you know, but I think in eventually that, that will kind of, I, I think the, the good thing wins here because the common sense has to win here. Yeah. You are taking up a space and some other people cannot sit. So, mm -hmm. you know, sharing, you know. This is what we teach our kids. Sharing is caring. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's just like, you know, that's what we do. And yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm never going to kind of push my coworkers to have the same ability as I have doing it. If they're not comfortable to do that, I get it. But as long as there's understanding from the staff and they have, or everybody understands this. Mm -hmm. So, so in, in eventually, I think our, our, our system wins because... This is an environment that you share with others, you know. Definitely. All right. Well, that's kind of brings us to the end of the show. Um, so just to repeat what the social challenge was, you know, find your local coffee shop, not a corporate brand, 
nothing against corporate brands, but find something that actually has like a local vibe that you can, you know, get, get a feel for. Like who's in your neighborhood? Uh, order a drink and then stay there for an hour and just observe people. I mean, take a book if you're uncomfortable or at work, um, but just see what happens. See what kind of a uh, new experience you can have. But it's like an hour. I think you yeah. have to do it. Like 15 an minutes, hour, you're not yeah. going to see that. So at least, at least an hour. All right. Um, so thank you yeah, for, thank for you. doing this. Um, and yeah, I think like we this was fun. It was fun. Yeah. 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 You're okay. Yeah. You, um, yeah. Well, I was, I was like, a bit nervous it. in the beginning. Yeah. But it's it's fun. A, I, I tell, I forget that I've committed to this and you know, it's comfortable for me, but um, yeah, I understand that. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. All right. So that brings us to another edition of Relatable. As always, I want you to think about what are you doing today that will make an exceptional encounter happen. See you next week.